12 Steps to Master the Art of Seduction. Now, when I say seduction, I'm talking about how to make somebody fall in love with you. Falling in love with you so deeply that they can't even imagine ever leaving you or consider another person. They are deeply emotionally entrenched in the relationship and connection with you. So in this video, if that's what you desire with somebody you're interested in, I'm going to reveal to you the 12 steps to make that happen. I'm Brody Boyd with Magnetize Your Man and as a professional love coach for over 13 years, here's what I've seen. The first step to master the art of seduction is to practice detachment. Now, this is an important first step in mastering the art of seduction because you need to learn how to let go of emotional attachments that might cause you to become needy, anxious, or desperate whenever you are trying to seduce someone, to make them fall in love with you. So to practice this art, it's going to be about learning how to let go of the outcome, taking all of your energy, all the desire you have, the needs you have, the wanting of love and connection, and putting that into the process of attracting that person, of having that person fall in love with you, rather than the outcome of focusing on, I have to have them in my life. I need to make this work. I need to get them. Letting the cards fall where they may and just focus on being the best you you can be, the best process of seduction that you can engage in, and letting things unfold naturally or not. You have to be detached from whether it's going to work out or not, because as long as you're 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 too attached to the outcome, anything else that I teach you in this video, anything else that you're going to learn is not going to work as well for you. Oftentimes, you could even practice simple phrases like let it go, let it go, or remind yourself to just have fun and enjoy the process. That'll help alleviate the anxiety and start to be more present and comfortable with the seduction journey. The second step to master the art of seduction is to develop your emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is so key for this process because seduction, love, romance, it's all about emotions. There's very little logic that is engaged in this process, and you don't really want logic to be engaged with this process. So you have to learn how to listen to their emotions, listen to your own emotions, and dance with them in that way. Seduction is like a dance, and that's why it's also really important to take a dance class because you learn the flow and the rhythm that is seduction. So you're going to have to learn how to read the other person to tap into what they're feeling. Uh, Robert Greene calls it entering their spirit, being part of them, learning how they think, what they want, what their fears are, and learning how to read those signals through their language, through their body language, and then for yourself, developing your emotional intelligence of yourself, noticing when you are starting to get more anxious, when you're starting to get more needy when you are having desire. Oftentimes when you're feeling desire, that's actually a good thing to act on. That gives you that extra level of passion of that uh, that emphasis behind your words, behind your actions. So oftentimes revealing those emotions can be very powerful in the right moments. And that's where the emotional intelligence comes as a gauge as well to determine when does it feel right to actually share that, that vulnerable thing you wanna share with them? Or when is it better to just wait, to let it sit, to be patient? And so you can engage in that dance and seduce them in a very pleasurable way. The third step to master the art of seduction is to develop a strong presence. Presence is infinitely seductive because when someone feels like you are focused only on them, that they're the only thing that you have eyes for, that you see, especially even if it's just in that moment, they feel this immense gratifying feeling of an ego boost that they are important, that they are special. 
In the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, one of the most important things is to make the other person feel important, one of the most important principles. So by listening to them, by engaging with them, and most importantly, being present, which means you're not looking around, you're not you're not texting, you're not looking at your phone, you're not looking at other attractive people around you. You are focused in on this person, you are present with this person, you are engaging them, you are listening, you are in that dance with them. And that's going to be one of the most important things that's going to help them to feel seen, felt, valued, and start to open up their heart and start to fall deeper into feelings of love, potentially connection, or at least at the very least, uh, a sense of engagement. The fourth step to master the art of seduction is to master the art of touch. Now, touch is so powerful because that is one of the big things that separates friendship from romance. The difference between friendship and romance is romantic touch. And so learning how to use touch in the right way, it doesn't have to be romantic to start, but it can have those slight elements of it. It's going to be very important to getting the person to actually feel a romantic spark with you. So, of course, there's a standard handshakes, hugs, maybe a kiss on the cheek at the most. Those are kind of standard touch signals that you can give and engage with the person. However, you want to learn how to do the subtle touches that have a romantic twinge to them. So, for example, depending, of course, you have to gauge this, depending on your level of connection with the person, it could be brushing something off of their shirt. It could be putting a hair behind their ear. It could be gently resting your knee against their knee when you're sitting close together, or even putting your hand on their leg potentially, or uh, arm around them or arm around the waist. Of course, you're getting into more intimate levels of touch with that. But the subtle touches are so powerful, like I mentioned. Uh, it could just be a slight brush against their arm while you're talking to them or accidentally bumping into them when you're uh, you know, walking somewhere. That, that, that small little glimpse of the warmth of the connection of that, that oxytocin that's released, that can start to plant feelings and thoughts inside of their mind of a romantic uh, development, a romantic connection, and that could be very powerful in the seduction process. The fifth step to master the art of seduction is to cultivate a growth mindset. Now, seduction, like any other uh, practice, is a skill. It's a skill that you can master, and you have to engage in that practice with a growth mindset that you want to be getting better at the art of seduction, seeing yourself as a seducer. Again, seducer means to make people connect to you, to make people potentially fall in love with you. This is a lifetime skill set, and this is something that is a one of the most valuable skill sets you can cultivate in your life. It'll help you with friendships, as well as business connections, as well as, of course, the romantic arena. But you have to see yourself as a sedu seduction warrior, as a seduction master, someone who is mastering this craft, which means putting in the hours to practice. It means getting education and training like you're doing here. It means getting feedback and noticing when your things you're doing are working, when things you're doing aren't working, when people pull away versus when people come closer to you. And so you want to be seeing yourself as this craftsman, as this artist of human connection and of seduction. Make sure you keep a journal even, write notes as far as a date you had, what went well, what could be improved for next time, even if you're just mentally recapping it. This is the way you can actually have that growth mindset that will improve yourself as it make yourself a more valuable human, as well as cultivate your skills and make you the best seducer possible. 
The fifth step to master the art of seduction is to build your social life. Now, the reason this is so important is because having a great social life allows you to plug in to multiple events, groups, and people so that you don't get so focused on one person. They call this one-itis, where you are so focused that you forget everybody else and you become desperately attached to one person. You want to avoid this because, again, like our first principle, if you're too attached to the outcome, you're more likely to make mistakes. You're more likely to get anxious, to get needy, to get desperate, to do things that actually push the other person away. So by having a great social life, for one, you increase your options. You allow yourself to meet multiple people and have that naturally unfold into connections with certain people that may develop and also people that you feel you're better connected with and are better suit, uh, fit for you than others. And it also allows you, once you meet somebody that you want to seduce, that you can bring them into your world, that you can invite them to different groups and events and hangouts with other people that they can now become a part of your adventure that is your life. I like to, to view it as like a, a theme park ride. They get to join the theme park ride of your life. So having a fun life, having a social life fills your own cup, allows you to overflow and be the source of light to others. The seventh step to master the art of seduction is to look for nonverbal cues. This goes along with emotional intelligence, but I want to emphasize it more because it's so important to look for those cues, to notice when the other person is facing you head on. They're looking at you directly. They're not looking elsewhere. They're making strong eye contact or to notice when they're looking around or their body's starting to pull away. That's a sign that they may be losing interest and maybe something you're doing is pushing them away. Maybe you're acting too needy. Maybe you're getting too close to them too fast. Um, maybe you're talking too much. So look for those nonverbal cues. Even when you're sitting down, do you notice are their legs crossed? Are they uncrossed? Are they leaning in or are they leaning out? That's a big signal to look for. And then you could also engage in other techniques such as mirroring. Once you're aware of their cues, when they seem interested versus non-interested, when their, their engagement is, is, is gaining, you can then start to match their behaviors. You can start to match subtly even things like their accent, their talking pace, what words they're using. Uh, if they're leaning forward, you can lean forward as well. If they're crossing your arms, you can cross your arms as well. That makes them subtly feel a sense of rapport and more connected to you, which is also super powerful for developing that sense of connection and attraction. The eighth step to master the art of seduction is to ask great questions and to be a great listener. Now, I believe that the more great questions you ask of somebody and the more you listen to them authentically and deeply to what they say, the more they start to like you. And so what happens is when someone's opening their heart to you, when they're sharing about themselves and you're listening authentically and you're nodding your head and going, yes, and you're only focused on them, tell me more and what, what happened then, they are going to feel intimately connected to you. Like finally, there's another human being here who's authentically seeing me and listening to me and valuing what I have to say. It's one of those things that's infinitely seductive and also extremely easy to do if you practice it and if you are really intentional with it. It's mostly a very easy thing to do because the hardest part is setting aside your own ego and giving the other person space to talk. Of course, this doesn't mean if the person's just constantly talking and they're not asking you any questions that you need to continue to do that. You may need to set a boundary or uh, give some clues, some cues to them to start asking you questions. But the more you can do this, it is also very powerful. So all you have to do is ask some questions about Things like, how was your day? How was your week? Um, what, are you, what are your plans for the weekend? Um, what do you love to do? Uh, what are you passionate about? What do you do for work? Even though so, that can be sometimes a question you want to 
doesn't always lead to romance, but it's a good question to ask because usually if they're passionate about their work, those kind of questions, um, what is your ultimate goal or what do you, what do you love? How is your relationship with your family like? So you're, you're progressively asking more vulnerable questions that they get to share and they get to feel more seen for who they really are and that you keep listening and that you're valuing what they say. That is the key to make them start falling in love. The ninth step to master the art of seduction is to value yourself. People will generally only value you as much as you value yourself. So you have to continue to raise your own value within your own eyes, within your own estimations. This means looking at all the things about you that you love. What do you love about your character? What do you love about your personality? What do you love about your history? What do you love about your beliefs, your values, uh, your appearance? So you want to start looking at those things so you can start to create a catalog, a treasure chest of all the things that you love about yourself. And what will happen is you will start to believe those things more and more. You'll start to see those things more and more. And you'll start to see that, yes, I am a valuable, valuable person. You'll be able to more easily tell yourself positive things like, I'm a catch. I'm the prize. People love me. The opposite sex loves me. Um, any person would be lucky to be with me. These kind of thoughts, because you're raising your own estimation of your value. That raises your self-esteem. It raises your confidence. And that is one of the things that you'll always hear people say is the most attractive trait is confidence. Also through taking actions, through showing to yourself, proving to yourself that you're valuable by doing things like self-care, like taking risks, putting yourself out there, accomplishing personal goals that you set for yourself. These are all things that will make you more and more valuable and more and more seductive. The 10th step to master the art of seduction is to create social proof. People tend to do what they see other people who are like them doing, and they tend to believe the same things. They tend to value the same things because most people are herd animals. We are herd animals. We are social beings. We have parts of our brains that are called mirror neurons where we're literally feeling what those around us are feeling. So, for example, if you're out with somebody and they see that other people are looking at you because they find you attractive, they're going to be more likely to find you attractive also. If they find out subtly that you are, that other people are wanting to date you, other people like them are wanting to date you or have dated you or have asked you out, have asked you to be in a relationship with them, they're going to start to feel like, wow, this person must be a person in demand. Maybe, maybe there's something I'm not seeing. Maybe I should value them more. Maybe I should claim them for myself. Now, Robert Greene talks about creating triangles in his book, The Art of Seduction. He talks about creating triangles, which means when somebody also feels like they're competing over you for somebody else, that can raise your value in their mind. If for, the, for no other reason, then they want to win. They, their ego demands that they be the one to win the competition, that they get to claim you for themselves. Now, it doesn't mean playing games or putting yourself uh, in talking to them in a way that is too obvious, like saying things like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I'm so uh, this other guy wants me to and this guy wants me to. Now, you can do that in a playful way, but it's more powerful if it's authentic, which means putting yourself out there enough, uh, dressing well, making yourself feel and look attractive, that it becomes authentic, that other people are pursuing you. Other people are trying to be with you. And this comes from mastering these steps in the art of seduction here, these steps of seduction. You will naturally have people see seeking you out, which will make the other person want you more as well. The 11th step to master the art of seduction is to embrace your most authentic and seductive traits. So everybody has something that's unique about them. We all have a unique set of DNA and we all have a unique 
experience in our life, a unique history. Now, looking at yourself, looking at your character, looking at your history, try to identify what are the things about you that makes you unique? What are your quirks? What are the things about you that are your strengths? Uh, what are your skills that you have that other people may not have? If you're not sure what these things are, try journaling on it, meditating on it, or asking your friends what they think those skills and unique traits and unique histories could be. Now you have to look at through all those things that make you unique, what are things that are also seductive about those traits? Now, here's the thing. Just because something is unique actually can make it also seductive because people tend to notice and value more what is rare. So for example, dirt is less valuable than diamonds. So even just the fact that it's unique makes it more valuable. So find those things you're unique and then find what makes them even more valuable, those traits that are even more seductive. Like for example, maybe you have a unique interest in Roman history, or maybe you know how to speak uh, Latin, or maybe you know how to or you're a very empathetic person. You're very good at connecting to other people and listening to them. Now it's time to amplify those traits that make you unique so that when you're out, when you're with this person that you're interested in, they can see that uniqueness. They can feel that uniqueness. And it, what this definitely doesn't mean is being ashamed or pushing away those uniqueness traits. You have to look for them. You have to embrace them and let them shine. That is what's going to draw people to you and make them start to fall in love. 12th step to master the art of seduction is to trust your intuition. After you've been engaging with these steps and practicing them and using them, you're going to start gathering more experiences. These are going to seep into your unconscious and you're going to be able to use those experiences at any moment, pull them out like a Rolodex through trusting your intuition. Your intuition is a guidance system. It's like a compass that you have within showing you, you should go talk to the person. You shouldn't talk to this person. You should keep dating this person. You shouldn't keep dating this person. You should start opening up now. You should maybe wait a little bit. Now that's going to come through these inner signals. Now here's the key. You want to make sure that this isn't being, that you aren't being guided by fear. The way you know if it's intuition or fear is for one, feeling if you have emotions of fear when you're, when you're, when you're listening to that, but also what is the path that is more in alignment with your higher self? What is the path that feels better? What is the path that, that you feel is being guided by that higher place within you. Sometimes things can be very scary, but intuitively you still feel the pull. You still feel like, you know what, I should still talk to them or I should still open up even though it's scary. I should still trust again, even though it's scary. So listen to, there's an old saying, courage is doing the right thing regardless of how you feel. So trust your intuition to point you in the direction of what's the right thing, even if it's scary. And then you will know, and you will know also through a spectrum of how to engage with somebody else. Again, like I said, that dance through intuition. When is it okay to lean in? When is it better to step back and give them some space? And sometimes it can be several movements in the same conversation or in the same week time span. So you have to listen to that intuition because that's what's going to ultimately guide you to knowing exactly what to do with this person and what's going to create the most likely chance of success that you're going to seduce them effectively, they're going to fall in love with you, and you're going to have an incredible relationship with them. Remember, seduction is an art form, ultimately, and it's only going to get better for you when you continue to practice, educate yourself, and commit to the process of becoming the best seducer, the best connector, the best attractor that you can be. Ultimately, with this whole process, you want to become the person who is like a magnet drawing that particular person to you and drawing others to you 
being the flame and not the moth, being the sun and not the planet, so that you don't become the desperate one constantly having to chase. Instead, become the chaste. Next, if you'd like to discover a powerful psychological trigger to make any man desire you, make sure to take our free love quiz by going to getlovequiz.com or subscribe and click on the link in the description below to get that now, and I will see you there.